Today's episode is brought to you by Products by Lizzie. If you have sensitive skin, dry skin, or just like stuff that smells really, really good, you gotta check out Products by Lizzie. My daughter has really, really bad eczema, and right now our life is like that Lady Gaga meme. Like, you know, the one where she's like, club, another club, no sleep. Our life is like, pool, another pool, splash pad, another pool, no sleep. And it has really, uh, really taken a toll on my daughter's skin. But the soap and the lotion that we have gotten from Products by Lizzie has really, really helped. We are so excited. She has everything that you could want for your skin from bar soap, body wash, essential oil, and the yummiest smelling shea butter cream that I've ever smelled. We got the vanilla cheesecake one. It is heaven. And lately, I've been trying to make an effort in my life to buy from small businesses, to support Black-owned businesses, and I'm so happy to give Products by Lizzie my business, and I couldn't be more thrilled from what we've tried so far. If you would like to try them for yourself, go to ProductsByLizzie.com and use my code WANNACHAT for 10% off. Again, that's promo code WANNACHAT for 10% off. And seriously, I'm telling you, buy the vanilla cheesecake shea butter. You'll thank me later. All right, now on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the I Just Wanna Chat podcast. I'm Mary, and guys, we finally have so much to talk about. I'm so excited. After two long weeks of pop culture drought, the drought is over, and there's finally news. There's finally exciting news. The celebrity gods heard our cries and delivered us with good news. Taylor Tucker, friend of the pod, came and joined us yet again to talk about everything that happened this last week. We talked about Kylie Jenner's new baby announcement and how frustrated we are with Caitlyn Jenner. We talked about Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz. We talked about Scarlett Johansson's odd baby name choice. We talked about the new kind of sort of announcement from Reality Steve that Greg is going to be our new Bachelor and how we don't think that that's a good idea. And then finally, I talked about Annette and I recapped it for you so we all don't have to watch the movie Annette because I did it for us. You're welcome. Also, there's a little Bachelor in Paradise recap at the end, so stay tuned for that. So yeah, lots going on on this episode today, so let's get started. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. I'm coming at you live from my closet. Does it sound better in here? It should hopefully sound better. There should be better audio quality on this podcast from this moment forward. If there's not, don't tell me. Maybe, maybe I should get feedback, but I don't know if my heart can take it. Nevertheless, Welcome to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. Taylor Tucker is here yet again. Guys, hello. Thank you so much for inviting me back. Okay, I'm so to I, be think, here. I think two appearances on the rebooted I Just Want to Chat makes you a VIP, yes. a ringer, a... a it's um, all I ever wanted. A colleague. I could be like, oh, my, my colleague. colleague. My colleague, Taylor Tucker. Friend um, of the pod. Friend, friend of the, of the pod. pod. That's that's what your official. Uh, Yay! I've always wanted to be friend of a friend of the pod. That's what your uh, gravestone will say. Yes. Taylor Tucker yes. lived a great life. Friend of the pod. I love it. Um, love it. Well, everybody, Taylor is here, and she's giving up her time the night before she goes on a trip with her two children. So she is extra extra nice. <laughs> I am coming to you live from my closet, as well. These are the I just want to chat closet sessions. I mm-hmm. hope everybody enjoys, because. Remember how last week I was like, there's nothing to talk about. Let's come on and bring my husband on and ask him about the Kardashians. Which I'll just say, that was a great episode. It was great. I loved it. It turned out better than I I was anticipating. I sent in many of the questions, all for Alex. And you know what? I was thoroughly happy about it. I enjoyed it. I was entertained. Loved it. I'm, I'm glad that you got something out of it. Mm -hmm. and it did I will admit it went a little bit better than I anticipated 
Yeah. I got a couple people saying that Alex has like a voice for like NPR. Oh, that, interesting. That okay. Like that he has like a like a uh kind of just a like good... a neutral a neutral, just tell me the news voice. I think Love that's it. what it was. That's like, great. You can't tell which way he's leaning when he talks. So it was good. But anyway, last week there was no celebrity news. This mm-hmm. week, boy, did the celebrities hear our cries. <laughs> they didn't want to force alex to be on the next podcast they're like they like just pictured alex as that cardi b meme where it's like i'm working every day i'm i I, I have no time for my love life i'm depressed um Mm -hmm. that would be alex like running to another episode of the podcast um there's a lot of news this week shall we just jump right in let's jump right in let's do it there's something that we kind of knew was coming i hinted at it last week and what we're talking about right now is the Kylie Jenner baby. Mm-hmm. Stormy is going to be a big sister. Of course. It was only a matter of time. Like, I mean, I think I always wondered. And of course, with every Kardashian, every single one of them always talks about how many children they want to have. Yes. If Kim could, if Kim could have more, she would have more. If Courtney, you know, like ever, mm-hmm. all of them want more. Chloe wanted more. And then, you know, Tristan did bad things again yeah but so it's not surprising that she would want to get pregnant again surprising but not surprising her choice of father just because i feel like her and travis are always like on the outs but then again like it's store and i'm sure they're in love i'm sure there's like a love connection there yes and choice of father makes it seem like she could just like go pick anybody and like oh she randomly chose this guy. that's not what i meant but just like because in my mind, I thought that they were broken up before the pregnancy rumors. Like, I thought that that's right. what side of the ping pong table we were on. Like, I thought that mm-hmm. they were just in breakup stage. And then when the pregnancy rumors started, I did believe some of them. But then when she was posting, like, alcohol and, like, posting raw sushi and that kind of stuff that they're not supposed to have, mm-hmm. people were like, oh, she's just trying to throw us off of her scent. But I thought that's kind of dumb because people who, like, aren't media savvy would be like oh kylie jenner drank through her whole pregnancy you know yeah and i and i yeah i get what you're saying with the people that don't really pay attention but if you do pay attention to the kardashians you you never are believing you know never to believe the pictures that you're seeing on instagram are in real time Mm -hmm. i never i never assume that like oh, that picture that Kim posted today was today. Like, never. Because if you have kept up with them throughout the years. Yeah, and just even, like, um, there's this girl named Mariah, and she does Keeping Up With the Continuity, and she has a whole account where she would follow, like, their nails, their outfits, and, like, figure out the timeline of their show. And, like, well, this was actually filmed before this because you could tell because of their Instagrams, because of their nails, their hair, their outfits and stuff like that and so if you yeah if you followed that then you know that they're never posting same day same week sometimes even same month Mm -hmm. true it is true and also kylie was very noticeably absent from what can i think of it 818 Uh uh-huh what yes is is that kendall's tequila tequila? yeah yes she was absent from like the launch parties (sighs) It's hard because Kylie's always absent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she barely showed up for like the reunion of keeping up with the Kardashians, the final season. 
So, I mean, when I don't see Kylie there, I'm just like, yeah, because Kylie doesn't have to do any of that because she's a billionaire and she gets to do what she wants. You know, she's not Courtney, but like needs to be there. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and then Courtney like never really wants to be, except for now. Mm-hmm. Now her and Travis Barker are jet setting. We love to see I'm, it. I'm so happy for him. I'm happy. I'm always emotional. happy to see, yeah, to see anyone get over a fear or something traumatic that has happened to them. And then for him to be able to get through that and to do it because of Courtney wanting to do it with Courtney. It's really sweet. Because we did talk about that last time. Like that was the one thing where we were like, a life with a Kardashian is a life on a plane, is a life traveling. Yes. And of course, like love can overcome all, but that would be a very logistically complicated situation to figure out boats and whatnot. So yes, very proud of Travis Barker. Yeah. You know who we're not proud of? Say it with me. Caitlyn Caitlyn freaking Jenner. Caitlyn sucks. She's been through a lot and I I'll give her that. That aside, she sucks. Caitlyn wannabe governor of California, Caitlyn Jenner. Um I can't I can't believe it and I can't believe it. I can't believe that she does never, she never learns from her mistakes. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. If you can't even keep your mouth shut about your daughter being pregnant, you can't be the governor of California. You know how many secrets you have to like hold? 100%. She cannot be the governor of California. (laughs) Reason number one to disclose Kylie's pregnancy. Reason number two, literally everything else. Literally everything. (laughs) But yeah, so if you guys missed it, Caitlyn Jenner, there were rumblings about a Kylie pregnancy and some people speculating that she was going to announce at the Met Ball, which is coming up mm-hmm. a week and a half from now. First, mm-hmm. is it going to be the first uh, Monday in September? September, I believe so. Something yep. like that. Yeah. So Met Ball was coming up. It was on the horizon. Freaking clout chaser, governor candidate wannabe Caitlyn Jenner <laughs> goes into like a circle K or something and is like, Oh, I have 18 grandkids soon to be 19. Yeah. It's, it's so- just like at this point, Kylie, stop telling your dad things. That's stop the it. thing because stop it. <laughs> people can say, actually, no, I wanted to say like, people could say what they want about the Kardashians where actually, no, like I hate a lot of the criticism that they get. Mm-hmm. But they are loyal. They are yes. loyal as the day is long. They are tight-lipped. They are media savvy. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Kim. Kim's been going to the Kanye listening parties, bringing the whole family. They're loyal. They're a loyal right. bunch. Right. For Caitlyn to just ruin somebody's pregnancy, even if you weren't Kylie Jenner, like if my parents, I've been pregnant three times. If my parents had gone around and like told my news on behalf of me, heads would have rolled. Mm. I would have been so mad. Actually, never mind. I think that that did happen once. It's not okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's never okay to tell someone else's news, especially pregnancy news. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's one of the most like exciting things that you get to tell people as like a woman. (laughs) And so to take that away from someone who, especially because you know, they're so secretive mm-hmm. and they want to keep it private. Like she did with Stormy. Like that's just so messed up. And I just want to know what goes through Caitlin's head when she says this stuff 
And then she's like, oh crap, I, I might've really messed things up with my daughter saying this. Like, does she care about her relationship with Kylie at all? I, I don't know. And it just seemed like such a stupid way to spill the beans too. Like she knew what she was doing. She knew what she was doing. Yeah. I'm just, I'm very curious about their current relationship. Very curious. Cause I mean, they're also probably not thrilled that she's running for governor. They're probably just trying to distance for that reason as well. Exactly. I mean, I think everyone is, but yeah. 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 Cause it's I, ridiculous. I, I... Yeah. Yeah. Were you quick question? Were you mm-hmm. like back a couple years ago when Kylie was pregnant with Stormy and we all kind of thought that Kylie was pregnant with Stormy? There was like the the Kardashian Christmas card. Were you also refreshing your phone on Christmas Day, waiting for the Kardashian Christmas card? And then oh, it gosh. comes out and then Kylie's not in it. I like remember that happening and I, but I don't remember. Okay. I've got to be honest. So Kylie is not, is not my favorite. Okay. I don't, um, she's hot as hell. Great bod. But I just, I've never clicked with Kylie. I have never like been obsessed with her. Like I have been with Chloe and Kim. And so, and at times Courtney, I guess, if you want to throw Courtney a bone, but I just have never felt this pull towards Kylie. And I think it's just because I was so over all of the mirror zooming in on different parts of her body, Instagram stories and I just don't like it. Mm -hmm. They're all, they're like all somewhat narcissists and that's fine. But I think Kylie, for some reason for me takes it to another level where I'm like, no, this is disgusting. I can't watch this. Well, And I think (laughs) there is a lot about Kylie where she seems so detached from the Kardashian brand. Like, of course she's still a Kardashian Jenner. And of course that's a big part of her thing, but like she has her own individual empire. You know, mm-hmm. like, like yeah. you said earlier, like she doesn't really show up. She was hardly on the reunion. She's not really involved in the show as much because she has her own separate entity. So I could understand how somebody would be like very in tune with the Kardashians and then like keeping up with Kylie as news rolls in that involves the other Kardashians. So I do. Yeah. Get that. Yeah. She's, um, she's just never been my favorite. I've always kind of been annoyed of Kylie. Who's your favorite? <laughs> oh, Kim. 100%. Yeah. Kim and then Chloe. I think Chloe, because she has carried that show for years when Did people you- have checked out, like Chloe carries that show from the pranks that she has to do to keep it like light and fun to putting herself in the middle of Courtney and Kim as they try to kill each other and they slap the makeup off each other, you know, like mm-hmm. Courtney or Chloe has done so much and I truly feel like she is the reason the show has continued for so long. There is a TikTok. I wish I knew the the username, but like it highlights Chloe's pranks and like her, uh, is it like Chloe B storylines or Chloe something like that? But it's Mm. like all of the stupid stuff that Chloe has done on, um, I think it's Chloe and Scott, like all the stupid stuff that they've made them do just to like fill time. Mm -hmm. There's a TikTok that like, rates them and like splices them in. I feel like I haven't seen it on my for you page in a little bit, but mm. it exists yeah, because it's out there. You, Seek it out if you want it. Like do you think Courtney is going to put in the time 
to make the shows funny? No, no, no. She's the worst. So Chloe brings it. She has gone through so much trauma. She's gone through so much crap. And yet she brings it to the show and she's the hardest working member on that show. Um, but you, Kim will always be my number one. Do you think that <laughs> net worth wise, she's probably has the least net worth? Or is it Courtney? Oh, I would say Courtney. Yeah. Um, I guess good, Amer- has good, American. good American. Good American does very well. Yeah. Um, so I would think that Kendall and Chloe are probably on the same level. And then mm-hmm. Courtney um, is below that. So I would think that Courtney has the lowest net worth. I'm very interested to see where Kendall's tequila brand goes. It's yeah, never going to be Casamigos. It will never be Casamigos, <laughs> but. Um, I, you know, I don't drink tequila, but I would be, I, I would love to hear a taste test from someone who knows about tequila. I would like to know if it actually is good. So please, anyone, um, hit up the, I just want to chat Instagram and or Facebook page and tell me if it's actually good. Well, the thing is, I mean, I do not drink either. Have not drinking since I was like 14. Mm -hmm. There's that. But I feel like at some point, so it's like alcohol, right? Like, I feel like there's no such thing as like a great tasting tequila because isn't it all just like straight gasoline pretty much? Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you. So when I worked at the infamous Orem, Texas Roadhouse, maybe many of you have been there um, in college, I, of course, didn't drink in college. So and I have had one drink my entire life when I was 16. And so I know nothing about alcohol. But of course, being a server, I had to learn all of these things about alcohol to try to upsell people. And so they would tell me they would tell like a lot of us Mormons that were working at this Texas Roadhouse all these lines to say about the alcohol. <laughs> so they would be like, okay, tell them that it, like our top shelf tequila goes down really smooth. I don't know what that means. I That's do what I'm not saying. know like what if- going down smooth means. Okay. But I would say it to people and people would be like, yes, I want it. Like it would work. So it must mean something. It really must mean something. But at <laughs> some point I do feel like it's all just like fire going down your throat like it's not I mean of course like there's like mixer or whatever this is yeah getting way too out of hand but this reminds me um this week I randomly decided I had like this odd pocket of time and I've been listening to the rewatchables podcast just been kind of like shuffling them around listening to ones of movies I've listened to yeah and I listened to their super bad one and I haven't watched super bad for like 10 years like I haven't watched it in so long and it just reminded me have you seen it yeah, love super bad. First of all, politically correct it is not, but it holds up. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's literally hilarious. I was having so yeah. much fun by myself watching this, mm-hmm. laughing so hard. But like when you're like, oh yeah, it goes down smooth. It reminds me of McLovin being like, oh, I heard this one has a lot of hops in it. Yeah, yeah, like trying exactly. to like buy the alcohol. And I do remember when I had my one shot when I was 16 years old, I was at a party with a lot of seniors. So I was feeling cool. We were sophomores. We were at like a senior party. I had one shot of crown Royal and by the end, like it, it was terrible and I hated it so much. My throat was actually on fire. And I remember a senior telling me like, well, you just have to drink enough for your tongue to go numb and then you won't taste it. So 
I guess at so some point. That, did you tell that to your customers at Texas Roadhouse? Be like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> you could either drink enough of it, like, so your tongue goes numb, or you could just like chase it with honey butter and roll. So funny. Exactly. If you don't like the taste, just chase it with that whipped, that whipped sweet butter. That whipped those rolls. honey butter. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Anyway, everybody go check out the Texas Roadhouse in Orem, Utah. Um, if you ever find, <laughs> if you ever find a, uh, a wait there less than like an hour. Um, anyway, there's that. Congratulations, everybody. Yes. Um, next topic. There's no segue here. I'm trying to think of one. Can't. Um, Channing Tatum and Zoe. I want to call I don't Zoe. think you'll ever. Sardana. You could you could think for like 30 minutes. I don't think you would find a good segue there. Literally nothing connects Texas Roadhouse. Because this is the most jarring couple I've ever like witnessed happen. It's jarring on multiple multiple levels. First of all, I remember when I first was hearing it, I was like, "Mm, Zoe Kravitz got married. Like Zoe Kravitz and Miley Cyrus and Liam got married on the same day. Like I remembered that. Mm -hmm. And I had the divorce news had never reached me. And over the summer, last summer, when her and Robert Pattinson were shooting Batman, there were all those like little cheating rumors flying around and they were like debunked. But they were saying that Robert Pattinson was cheating on Suki and she was cheating on, and I just assumed it was her husband. Right. So that was like kind of jarring when I heard that first news and it was like debunked, that never happened. But then when Dumois was starting to say, I'm seeing Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz out and about. And they kept saying it. I was like, there's got to be something else here. Could not be a relationship. Could Because he just not. didn't seem as, he didn't seem cool enough for her. What is your relation? What are your feelings on Channing? I have never thought that he was like very attractive. I could like look at him and be like, okay, he's, he's like a good looking man in society never what didn't even like crack my like top 100 of like attractive hot people i could think of think of off the top of my head 100 i don't think that he would crack my top 100 i mean i can't make that list right now i mean right (laughs) but maybe that would be like my uh my goal before like 2022 but i don't think that he would even like crack in that like he's not on my hot guy radar Okay. I love and appreciate okay. she's the man. Yeah. Great the, film. The magic mic. I think I saw the first magic mic and it was funny and he magic was doing mic was terrible. Magic mic was terrible. Both of them? Yes. I think the first one. I, was I mean, I haven't I seen it. Hated magic mic so much only in that I didn't think any of the scenes connected in any flow. I... I mean, guys, this has been a while. I have not seen Magic Mike since I saw it in the theaters, but I I just felt like it did not connect. It did not flow. The story like abruptly ended. I hated it. Hated every minute of it. I like can't remember much about it. And I definitely didn't see the second one, but I think I remember liking the first one. But other than that, what movies does he in? Dear John, I don't like that one. That one, the people are too mean to each other like the whole time. Um, and I like can't. Mary, I can't believe you're forgetting about the 2006 phenomenon that is Step Up, okay? Step Up is a great film. And that is where my love of Channing Tatum blossomed. I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) 
You have to see Step Up. I'm sorry, it's before so, my time. Mary, Mary, it's so, it's so good. Now, uh, listeners, I'm seeing Mary in uh, November and I might force her to watch Step Up. So stay tuned for that to see if that happens. But it's so good just because I love a bad boy. I love a bad boy who's like trying to change and do good. I love a His bad boy. His ex-wife was in it, right? Yes. So it okay. stars jenna and channing and that's where they met and that is cute it's so cute and so she is from the town like next to mine in texas and so i remember after step up came out they were both getting big dating rumors had started they were officially she would bring him home for christmas and it would always be like channing tatum's at the walgreens on like you know on 26 and blah 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 and so it it was always just so funny and so great. So I fell in love with Channing Tatum in Step Up because I love a bad boy. I love a bad boy that changes for a girl because that's every girl's fantasy, yes. right? Yes. Um, plus, I, oh gosh, I was very, very sexually attracted to Channing Tatum. Really? So anywho. Okay, oh, but I mean, I never yeah. watched, I never watched Step Up. Because like when I look at him, I just kind of think like meathead. Yeah, and I guess that's that's a lot of the time what he plays. And what he plays in movies. Okay, 21 Jump Street, like the movies are starting to come back to me now. 21 Jump Street yes. is funny. That's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny. I, you know what my connection to him was? I don't know if you were engaged with this content at all. But let me take you back to a time around 2007-2008. Okay. Miley Cyrus had a YouTube channel with her best friend, Mandy Durow, hmm, who was her okay. backup dancer. Intriguing. I'm this, intrigued. This YouTube channel spawned so much drama all the time. They, like, because Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato, they had, like, their own little YouTube channel, and they were, like, barely famous. Oh, so weird. Okay. Yeah. And then they made this video just of, like, them, like, they thought that they were being funny, and they were just kind of vlogging. And then Miley okay. Cyrus and Mandy Durow made a, a YouTube video just making fun of them. Like they were laughing the whole time, repeating everything that they were saying. Like it was not nice. It was mean hearted. Okay. It was mean spirited. So that mm-hmm. was one of the things on the Miley YouTube channel. But then the other thing on there was this director, John Chu, he just did Into the Heights and he did like crazy rotations and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, not Into the Heights, In the Heights. Um, <laughs> big difference. He challenged Miley and Mandy to like a dance off with Channing Tatum. Oh, okay. And Channing Tatum, Tatum like wasn't on my radar. And John too had also directed one of the step up movies. But like that's, I think that's how I got to know who he was because he was in this Miley and Mandy dance off. And like they were like, the videos were getting bigger and bigger and bigger every week. And like the production value and they're bringing in all these like celebrities and stuff. Uh Uh-huh. And then I was like, okay, Channing Tatum is like starring in these, but I don't know who he is. I just thought he was a dancer. But then when Dear John was coming out, I was like, that's the guy from the man, the Miley and Mandy dance off where I guess he was a lot more famous than that. Yeah. Well, 2006 was a big year for him because that's when She's the Man and Step Up came out. And so people really, I think, attached to him through those two movies, at least because I was 16 at the time. So that was, I was his main audience. Mm-hmm. So I, it sucked me in. It did its job. I 
I was in it. I was in it with Channing, but I still don't think I would ever have called him like my celebrity crush. Yeah. But if you were like, what do you think of Channing Tatum? I'd be like hot. I had an ex-boyfriend that looked very similar to him. Hot, Mm. you know? So, um, I was very, and kind of still am very sexually attracted to Channing Tatum. So has he ever done any like capital a acting? Um, no, no. Okay, he was in the um, hateful I'm eight. To think. I'm trying. I don't think. I don't want this on on record. I don't think he was in Logan Lucky, and I did not like Logan I, Lucky. I, I, I thought about it was to say, so I did boring. Not, I did not like Logan Lucky. I watched it for Adam Driver, and that's it. Logan Lucky was so boring. Um, I and then of course he was in Jupiter Ascending. I think i like started that with alex and then promptly fell with asleep. mila kunis hilarious yeah but i think i wanted to watch it because i was like oh eddie redmayne i love eddie redmayne because i mm. came out like kind of shortly after les mis and i was like wow i'm really in love with eddie redmayne okay his only he, he was in Foxcatcher with steve carell i don't even know that movie you I'm don't know Foxcatcher? Right what no Foxcatcher. <sighs> I can't remember. Oh, he was in the bow. That's not capital A acting, but that was another good one. Okay, okay, listen. (laughs) Okay, legitimately, he was, Foxcatcher was Oscar nominated. Really? Yes. Steve Carell did an amazing, amazing job in Foxcatcher, and so did Channing. He actually did very well in Foxcatcher. It's a very good movie. He was in War of the Worlds. Oh, uncredited. He was cre- he was boy mm. in church, uncredited. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'm now in like the Mountain Dew commercial, Ricky Martin backup dancer, part of IMDb. Okay. Anyway, mm. that's my connection yeah. to Channing yeah, Tatum. Yeah. So, so Joey like Foxcatcher. Oh, Foxcatcher had Mark Ruffalo and Channing and their brothers, and they're like professional or not professional, but they're Olympic wrestlers. And Steve Carell is their coach. So just yeah, it's very good. I think sounds like uh, like whiplash. Um. Well, it turns very dark. Okay. Very dark, very quickly. But I'll, um, I'll put it on my docket. I don't know how much more dark I could handle after Annette. We'll get to that later. But <laughs> I'll, okay, I'll put Zoe. it on the list. <laughs> Zoe. We can however, go to Zoe. Zoe's cool as hell. I think, so, and I've never thought that Channing was like cool. Yeah. That's, you know what I mean? when this news was coming out on Dumois and like the breadcrumbs were coming out and it was like, they've been seen, they've been seen. I'm like, has to mean something other than a relationship. Cause in my mind, she's still kind of married, I think. <laughs> and he's not cool enough for her. So I'm like, maybe they're going to do something. I don't know. Maybe they're friends, weird friendship, weird friendship. That's what it read to me. Didn't even hmm. register as a couple. Is it ever weird friendship though? No, no um zoe just seems cool as hell much like her mother seems cool as hell i mean she's the child of lenny kravitz and lisa bonet i mean they're both jason momoa is her her stepfather so like her life can't get cooler (laughs) than like and she just has like the coolest body the most beautiful woman and she's just like so chill i love watching her um her like watch what happens live clips like i think she's been on a few times She's mm-hmm. always like down to answer any question, but she's never like, let me take a sip of my water or whatever. She's just like immediately cool. And of course my heart belongs to anybody that was on or involved with big little lies. Yes, of course, because it's one of the best shows ever created. If you were involved in any way, you have my heart. 
we love you. We think you're cool. Yes. <laughs> also, weird yeah. side note, Nicole Kidman was like almost her stepmom. And then they're in Big Little Lies together. Like Nicole Kidman. Oh, yeah, because she was. Yes. Yes. And then they're Nicole Kidman has been with everyone. And then they're everyone. But then they're like peers on Big Little Lies. That's got to be so odd. But maybe not that odd when you're in the machine. I feel. Well, and I just one. Yeah. When you're in the machine and two, your dad is Lenny Kravitz, who's Mm -hmm. probably dated everyone. You know, true. Like, like at some point you're just like. I listened to a, she was on an episode of um, Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard and Dax is like, number one is Lisa Bonet. So, and he was like telling her at the, like the, one of the times that they met at like an award thing or some Hollywood thing. And he literally asked Zoe, like, can you introduce me to your mom? Like I, you know, and like Zoe yeah. was like, yes. And like brought her over. It's just like so funny because how many like mother daughter duos are like they're both on the same level and people want to meet your mom and you the same amount and, and they're like, like identical they're i they truly look identical when i saw the pictures of channing hey team we're cutting back in because something happened with the internet but now we're back and taylor right. taylor is going to now talk about when she first initially saw the pictures of Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz, she thought when, yeah, when I saw them with the bike, of course, we've all seen them with bikes now because that's all they do. Multiple bikes, a lot of bikes. Um, I thought it was Lisa Bonet and I thought, wait, I'm sorry. Have Lisa Bonet and Jason Momoa gotten divorced? And it's funny because the day before I saw this photo, there was a photo with Amelia Clark and Jason Momoa where he's like holding her because of course they were in game of Thrones together mm-hmm. and they like genuinely love each other as people. And I was like, Oh, that's so cute. And I was just like scrolling through Jason's page. Didn't see Lisa for like a little bit. And I was like, well, I wonder if they're still married. I think they are. And then this picture came out and I was like, I'm Whoa. Are they married? Everyone stop. The world needs to stop. And then I realized it was, Zoe. What would be more jarring to you? Lisa Bonet. I think that I think that the age gap, we shouldn't. I know like age is just no, a number or whatever, but I think I would have been more jarred. Yeah, if it was Lisa Bonet and Channing. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> needless, like, but don't discount my my jarredness for um this news. Zoe. Yes. But hey, uh, they look very and- happy. And honestly, if if they are really dating, like good for Channing for bagging her. Like mm-hmm. amazing. Good. You must you must be like you must got you must have something. And one must ask, why now? Why these bikes? Why <laughs> why when the news has slowly been trickling out through Dumois, why are we getting three sightings of them in a week? You know? Good question. So everybody good keep question. these two people on your radar. Hopefully it means a Batman trailer, but also I think me and you have had this conversation either on this podcast or out of it. I think long are the days, gone are the days of celebrities doing stuff like for PR. People don't do that, really. Like, I mean, really? of course they you, do you like, like they you think do publicity. No, like uh-huh, of, of course uh-huh. people do like publicity and they do interviews. I don't think people date people really f- to like promote a movie that's coming up. Like when Harry and Olivia were happening and people were like, it's just to promote their own movie. 
I don't really think so. Like, I don't think A listers are doing it. Yeah, like if it's someone like Harry's an A lister. If it's like Addison, if it's like Addison Ray or somebody, right? Then I'll be like, okay, yeah, yeah, I could see that, like doing something like clout chasing. But I don't know. The timing of this Channing and Zoe thing is weird. But I'm not even convinced it's like to promote something. I don't know what I'm convinced it is. I don't even know what it is. I don't even know what it is. Yeah, I would think, I just don't, I don't think A-listers do that. I mean, you're never going to like see Nicole Kidman being in a relationship to promote something. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? (laughs) But yeah, I would say like any social media stars, reality stars, any kind of C-list stars, I would not put it past them that they would be like, yeah, this is how you get press. Anyone standing outside of Craig's in LA. (laughs) um, Yes. A la Maddie, uh, I forget what her last name is. The girl that like almost won Peter's season of The Bachelor. Oh, okay. Maddie uh-huh. and uh, yep. Hannah G, yep. they were just like spotted out there. Then they like reposted all their paparazzi pictures. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that they'll take pictures of anybody walking out of Craig's. Just in case. Right. Just, just in case. case. Right. Just yep. upload it on their Getty images. Just they'll look back later. I, see where it goes, you know? Anyway, that was a tangent, but Channing and Zoe, we wish you the best. Yeah. Whatever you're doing. God bless. They look very happy. Yeah. And then quick uh, side bar. The Johansson Jost family welcomed a a little bundle of joy. Cosmo Johansson Jost, or is it Jost Johansson? I'm not sure who's coming first in the the hyphen there. Doesn't matter. His name is Cosmo. Is... The Demois tip that was like, an A-list star is pregnant. This is going to rock everyone's world. The internet is going to lose it. Did they know the name before everyone else? Because that is the news that rocked the internet. Not that she was pregnant, because that was like, whatever. But the fact that they named their child Cosmo, the mascot of Brigham Young University. Future Coog. (laughs) And Colin Jost's post that he made, like his little like meme thing, the the font looked a little BYUian to me, but the color blue on the black. The font was insane. The fact that he put a royal, royal, like darker royal blue letters on a black background is insane. That's like psychotic to me. I'm like, everyone knows you can't read that. And why why did he do that he might as well have just written it in notes in the ipad or like on your iphone and posted that like a notes apology yes confirmed future coog i like that he roped michael che into it although i don't know how we're supposed to feel about michael che after the simone biles thing i mean i feel gross about him i don't think that those jokes were nice that he made Mm-hmm. Um, it was very like punching down, even though she's like the best athlete in the world or one of the best. But um I I don't know what to say about Cosmo. How do you what's what's the abbreviation? Are they gonna have to say Cosmo every time? Unless it's this Mo? Cos or Mo? Cosmo, okay. come down. Cosmo, it's dinner time. Cosmo, okay. Mo, Mo isn't Mo isn't terrible. Mo isn't terrible. Couldn't you see like a really cute baby being and being like, Mo, come here. Yeah. I like I that, Mo Rocca. That's fine. That comedian. Uh, Those yeah. old VH1 shows. <laughs> I guess so like, 
but still like Cosmo's a weird name that that's not a name it's not and a where is it from like where did they get it why did they think this was a good name did they give him a fake public name to oh that would be hilarious to like ensure privacy that would be great I would love that actually I, I don't like know if, if I found out that Cosmo is not real I would I would be like cheers that's great yeah. Like, and his real name is, like, Evan or something. Like, something, like, kind of normal. Something super normal. Yeah. yeah. I would like that. Um, also, I learned this week that Scarlett Johansson was a mom. And once I, like, learned it, I was like, okay, this does ring a bell. Because, like, to me, her love life is, like, Ryan Reynolds for forever. Mm-hmm. They get divorced. He gets with Blake Lively, like, very closely after. She was, like, with a French guy or something for a little bit. That's probably who her daughter's dad is yes and i think it was maybe because a lot of people don't remember because the hype with ryan reynolds was so real Mm -hmm. that like then she went to a guy that no one knew or cared about because they got divorced like right after the proposal right like at the height of ryan reynolds ryan reynolds universe i do not i don't remember the timeline with i mean maybe we can't call it the height i'd say now is the height or deadpool was the height you know right yeah 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 deadpool but people were losing their minds after the proposal. Well, the proposal is a great film. So well, and, and I also fell. And we all saw his Reynolds butt. Then. <laughs> yes. Ah, I don't know. Cosmo, we wish you well. Welcome. Welcome. Cosmo. To welcome to welcome to the world, Cosmo. We love you. I hope I hope you love your future at BYU. Um, Eat some cinnamon bears for me. Get some Grand Canyon. Chocolate covered cinnamon bears. Avoid okay? anything east of 900. <laughs> and don't pass Freedom Boulevard if you're looking for don't housing. Go in, don't go to any of those weird parties, okay? Just don't go to theme parties. Don't go to... just. If don't. the poster says Red Bull shots, don't go. Oof. If, if it's like on center... Like Provo yeah. Center Street, don't go. Don't you go. can go to the Village Halloween party, and that's it. That the is Al- it. no, the Alpine Halloween party that's in the bait that's in the parking garage. Does that still happen? I don't or know. Am I dating not- myself? I don't know. I've been six years removed. I don't know anybody that's not. Which, I mean, I'm very sorry if you're not uh, involved in the Provo scene and you just had to listen to that. But I'm sure that's the case for a lot of you. So this is a wide-reaching apology, and I'm sorry. But because I never I would I never went to the how that was a, a Utah State thing. I never went to that craziness, but I did attend several uh, in the parking garage Alpine Halloween parties. I went to a couple U of U parties, traveled mm. up to Rexburg once. That was a dark weekend. Ooh. traveled up dark to hole, Rexburg for like a Rexburg party and then did one weekend up in Logan. But other than you, that, ma- you really made the rounds. I was wow. just really bored and would like say yes to anybody on Tinder. It was a weird time, but we're six years removed and it's fine. Anybody, anyway, let's talk about something else. Okay. Um, you got real, it. Real quick, there's a new Bachelor selection happening. Mm-hmm. Reality Steve, who is wrong about things often, very reliable about the bachelor and the bachelorette picks very and rarely so are we, is he wrong 
so are we still on the reality? Do people still, are they on the reality Steve train? I'm shocked that he's not canceled because the DMs that came out, but like, here's the thing about canceling or whatever. I was wondering if his like cancellation was ever going to stick because people still needed information. Nobody else is doing mm-hmm. what reality Steve has. He has like 15 years under his belt of making these connections, getting these sources, getting his like eyes on the inside. No like, one's been people, able to match his predictions and him, his stuff. People send him so much information. So right. like four months ago, everybody was like, what a douchebag. Like we need to just not listen to this guy ever. But then, but now he has information. (laughs) Now he has info that we want. And he's just gross to me. He is like, I mean, I shouldn't call people gross, but I think that his whole thing is gross. I cannot read any of his like narcissistic blogs. I'm like not this mean about anybody. Reality Steve is like somebody that I have to like disengage with, not even because of like spoilers, but like he's so full of himself. He's so mean in his blogs. Like he's like, People are DMing me the stupidest stuff, you idiots. Like, when I have information, I'll tell you the information. You're here because you need something from me. Yeah, you want to unfollow me? Well, good luck getting what I know. Like, it is. It's really gone to his head. It's really gone to his head. Ha, ha, ha. All these beautiful bachelor women are sucking up to me. Because once he, like, decides that he doesn't like anybody, Mm -hmm. it's it's really easy for him to, like, turn the tides on people. And then that's what the problem was with him like four months ago or maybe longer ago than that when he had to make all those apologies because these bachelor women were coming out and being like, I've been manipulated by him. I've like felt trapped that I have to be nice to him or also like yep. leak information. He'll tell yeah. me what info he has on me. And then he like uses it in a threatening way. So we're all out on reality, Steve, but needless to say, he's saying that Greg is going to be our new bachelor. What the hell are they thinking? So tell me about Greg. So I um, have not watched The Bachelor and Bachelorette for a while. So tell me about Greg. So Greg was this, was on this most recent season. And he is a polarizing character. He does have fans. So he was like the front runner. I was very in and out of this last season. I mm-hmm. believe that he got the first impression, Rose. Okay. And then like things were coming out like, okay, he has like an INDB page and he's taken acting lessons and blah, blah, blah. Is he there for the right reasons? But he had a very dramatic backstory. He'd like lost his father. Um, And then like super dark, like he went to therapy, like after he lost his father and then his therapist ended up dying. Like he like was able to open up to a therapist and then like in therapy, like while being treated, like not there in the room, but like in his treatment process, his therapist passed away. Yikes. So he had like a very traumatic backstory. Katie, her dad had also passed away. They had like a very strong connection and like their chemistry and stuff like read very well. Like it was one of the only people that you were able to watch and be like, okay, this, this is a real couple. Even if he came on for, with bad intentions, they're into each other. Okay. Yeah. They're into each other. And again, nobody, if you believe that everybody goes on the bachelor without like the thought of being famous or like what it could do no. for them, like every single person, every single person. Yeah. They know that they're going to be on TV. I don't yeah. think that there's anything as like a such thing as like a wrong reasons person. Um, yeah, no. Anyway. So when they broke up, so she was saying like they had their hometowns 
their hometown date. So that's the final four. And Katie was very clearly the most into him, but she was trying to be very honest. And also it's a very well-known fact that bachelor production did not like her. She did not defend Chris Harrison before her filming. And Mm. she kind of like added fuel to the fire, but they had already like made these commitments. So they stuck with her as a bachelorette. But you could tell in her season, she was trying to play by all the rules really, really well. She wasn't going to tell anybody that she loved them before. She was just going to do what the show required of her. So they have like the hometown date. And then he's like, I love you. And then she says something like, I love looking at you or something. And then he kind of like, <laughs> he like wigs out and he's like, I love looking at you. Fantastic. Like they have like a sit down and he's like, you need to give me something because I'm like ready to marry you. I'm like super into you. And you're just like saying to me, like, I know that you're going to get a rose this week. And he's like, you need to tell me something real, not related to the bachelor and keep me here. And she's like, I can't do that. I can't do that. And this is Hmm. all I'm recording. And he's like, you need to tell me something. I'm not going to wait around and watch you like suck face with other guys. But it was a very manipulative conversation. I think I'm painting him in a better light in this conversation right now. It was a very manipulative. She said like gaslighting later, but I don't really think so. Gaslighting is, uh, this is what I saw on Twitter. I saw people. We need to learn a different word. She gaslighted, like she kept saying gaslighting and Mm -hmm. that is not what people felt that he was doing. Yeah. And it's just like when people call other people bullies. Yeah. And it's like, no, that's not, they were just like telling you something you didn't want to hear. Exactly. It's not them being a bully, but like gaslighting, bully, very strong words. Right. You know, now. So the, the anti Greg camp thinks that he was like being almost emotionally abusive to her and they believe that he was gaslighting. They believe that he was being horrible and manipulative and rude to her. The pro gay Greg camp thinks that he's gray and Katie was out of line. Katie at the, um, like the, after the final rose thing, she like went in on him. Like she had clearly been reading Twitter And she was like yelling at him live on stage. And he's just like sitting there kind of taking it. But needless to say, it'd be a weird choice for The Bachelor because he was a little too in love with her to make it believable that he's like ready Mm. to be The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. Like to believe like authentically that he's ready. And then there's all this controversy. And then like the whole acting thing. It just seems like kind of like a recipe for disaster. And also... Peter Krause is alive and well, running his little boot camp business in in Missouri or wherever he lives. Not, not bothering anybody, maybe Milwaukee or something. Not bothering a soul. Unproblematic. Had great things to say about entering into a um, like a biracial relationship. When like, cause he was on Rachel's season and when Rachel like had like Frank discussions about that with him, he had mm-hmm. great answers. Great guy. Dreamy. So handsome. So and this he- was the man that you had posted on your Instagram stories. And I said, who is that man? Yes. He, I'm very attracted to that human. Yes. Very attracted. He was just charming and nice and like. And him and Rachel, they kind of broke up in the same way. Because I 
put this on Twitter. I was like, guys, Peter Krause is right here. We need to be picking him as a bachelor. And he was almost a bachelor once when it was Ari, I think. Yeah, when it ended up being Ari. It was supposed to be Peter. And then Peter like ended up like asking for too much money or like was being too hard to work with because he thought that that's what he was supposed to be doing. And then production was like, no, like you don't negotiate with us. What in the world? And then they like went and they picked Ari really quick. And Peter has like come out and been like biggest mistake of my life. I just thought that that's what I was supposed to do. I thought I was supposed to negotiate. So he was almost our bachelor. Interesting. Hmm. And the breakup between them was almost kind of similar, similar to the Greg and Rachel one. Like Rachel wanted to stick with like the bachelor arc and she really needed a proposal at the end. She needed to be, to be told that she was going to be proposed to. Like she didn't want to pick Peter and not get proposed to when she was also very in love with Brian. Like she was truly torn between these two people. Also Brian sucked. So that made Peter look a lot better. But anyway, long story short, we need Peter. The fact that we're even thinking about Greg, I can't think of anybody that would be a better bachelor. Unproblematic. It's been four years since his season and nobody's dug up any mean tweets about him. Nobody's, right. nobody's dug up any skeletons from his closet he has been vetted from bachelor nation he is their best option and we can't overlook him anymore a true dream boat from the one picture i saw the and hottest I, would ha- I would i would be happy to watch that season a business owner he never moved to la after he just like went back to i think it's wisconsin he just moved back to Wisconsin. you're saying a lot of midwest states <laughs> he's something well i'm he the end of his I'm going to find out once and for all. One second. I think it's Wisconsin. Yeah, it's Wisconsin. Because his his username is Peter Krause WI. Great. Great. Yeah. So he never moved to LA. He's just been handsome. Hanging out with his nephews. I respect that he's never moved to LA. That's great. Just a cute guy. Cute Mm -hmm. guy. And we need him. I'm sorry for the rant. Especially, I'm into it. Let's go. Anyway, we need Peter Krause. Um, need him. Want him. There, Let's go. Is there anything else that you think needs to be addressed on this episode of I Just Want to Chat, Taylor? I mean, I know that you watched a very interesting movie, Mary, and I, I want to give myself time to watch it. I do. So, um, can you please can you give me a synopsis? I haven't even watched the trailer, but from your description. I am intrigued and I want to watch it. So. Do you care about spoilers? No, no, not at all. Because here's the thing. I wish that this movie was spoiled for me because the trailer doesn't give anything away. First of all, it's a musical. I'm all about musicals. Yes. Okay. I'll watch any musical. I love okay. musicals. I'm looking at my notes here. I took extensive notes. I'll post them on the, <laughs> I'll post them on the Instagram story, the Instagram story. Um, It is very artsy. Here's the concept. These two people, one man, Adam Driver, is a comedian. They're both famous. He's like a famous comedian. Marion Cotillard is um, who I love. She's like a famous symphony singer. And in this universe, her being a famous symphony singer means that she's basically like Kim Kardashian. She has fans. She's selling out arenas because she sings like opera or something. 
Okay. So kind of not, kind of not a uh, real scenario, but nothing in this movie is. Anyway, they fall in love. The music and the singing is very bizarre. First of all, I kept trying to figure out, I'm like, is this live singing? Like, are they singing live on camera or is it dubbed over? Hmm. But they okay. fall in love and his star is kind of starting to fade. She's getting more and more popular. They have a baby. And as his star is like starting to fade, she has this baby, but he's very worried about her becoming more famous than him. And also her like not bringing in money, I'm assuming, if they have this baby. But anyway, they have this baby. The baby in the movie is a puppet. She gives birth. She gives birth to a puppet. She gives birth to the creepiest. And I'm not saying like, it's not like a Muppet puppet. It's this wooden. Mary, I need you to tell me right now, if there's a hospital scene where her legs are wide open. There is a hospital scene. And a puppet pops out. They are. And they're all like demonically singing at her. She's laying down. She's effing laying down. In the stirrups. In the stirrups, in like an operating room. And the room is covered in like her ultrasound pictures, like these huge projections. Mm -hmm. And Adam Driver is making the whole birth about him. And he's like making all these jokes and she's laughing. And they're saying that like she should be giving birth laughing to like affirm Adam Driver. And they're like, they're singing at her and they're like, push, push, push. And it's the creepiest thing ever. They, she gives birth. And then they all dance around with the baby in the room, connected to the umbilical cords, I think. Dance around with the baby in the room. You can't tell that it's wooden yet. Adam Driver is like, she's naked, and then gives her to Marion Cotillard. Mm -hmm. Marion Cotillard, like, takes the baby, and then they, we don't know that the baby is really fake yet. They skip to a scene, and, like, it cuts there. They're in their bed all together. Then you see the effing, demonic, nasty, haunted, dark-sided baby puppet (sighs) that has truly haunted me. Like, you know that that, like, that uh, picture that goes around of, like, the Renesmee puppet that they were going to do, and, like, that's a crazy baby? Uh Uh This Uh is next-level haunting. Because the baby has these eyes that moves around, and it's not just a puppet, it's, like, an animatronic puppet, too. And I'm so disturbed. It, it I'm so disturbed. And then it gets like more and more disturbing. Marion Cotillard like goes and works at, as a singer. And then Adam Driver is like babysitting his own child. And he's like, there's a scene where he's sitting on the baby. He's like, I'm sitting here while she's working. I'm babysitting. And he's like, oh no, he's sitting on the baby. So then they let you think that this baby died for 10 minutes. They, they they cut over to Marion Cotillard, who's like watching the news and all these people are coming out against Adam Driver saying that he like assaulted them. She comes back and she's like, am I safe? Is my baby safe? But then they show her like waking up from a dream. So we don't really know if that was a dream. And then like, oh, the baby's alive. We're just never going to address the fact that Adam Driver just killed a baby live on screen, which by the way, is now like the third Adam Driver baby death movie in the Adam Driver cinematic universe. This is the third baby death. Well, this he he also loved... third third movie where he's named Henry, Henry. Just by the way, it's very interesting and weird. And also, he I mean, 
Adam loves a story about a problematic marriage relationship. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So then their marriage is failing. They're on TMZ all the time. He's like, we need to go on a yacht and go save our marriage. That's how I I saved my marriage is on a yacht. You were just a yachty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, A yachting hottie. Yep. They go on this yacht. Adam Driver is like drunk as a horse. Marion Cotillard is like, hey, baby, that now looks like she's like a toddler, even though no time has passed. She's still a puppet. She's a creepier and creepier puppet. Every single scene, this baby puppet gets more and more demonic. Okay. Because it's moving around more. Are they, do they know that it's not a human or they're pretending it is a human? They're pretending she's a human. They're hugging her. They're kissing her. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. So then they go out on the deck. They're, they're in a storm. The, The ship is about to capsize and they're like, oh, let's just leave the baby in the bed. And we're going to go fight out on the deck. So this the ship is about to flip over, but they leave their little puppet demon baby in the bed. They go out to the deck. They're fighting. Adam Driver is so drunk, basically throws Marion Cotillard overboard. She dies. Adam oh, Driver- Wait, goes, she really does die? Yeah. Goes downstairs. Oh this is only halfway through. <gasps> goes downstairs, picks up the demon baby, and Adam Driver's like, we're going to go swim to shore. This is all singing, by the way. They swim to shore. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. We don't know how much time has passed, but Marion Cotillard comes out of the water as a demon mermaid zombie with like now like this long hair covered in like sea matter comes out and is like, I'm going to haunt you for the rest of your life, Adam Driver. I'm going to put my beautiful singing voice in our baby Annette and she is going to sing and she's going to haunt you every time she sings. And he's like, what? So she oh possesses gosh. the baby with her voice. They go home and then the baby starts singing to Adam Driver to haunt her. And then Adam Driver's like, oh, I could exploit this baby. People really miss my wife. I'm going to, and this is a singing baby. People are going to want to hear from a singing baby that sounds like this a is a singing baby. And then also <laughs> there's this whole other like B plot where like she had an affair with the conductor. The conductor thinks that the baby is his. And then they... They take this baby out on tour. This baby is more famous than Taylor Swift. This baby is selling out arenas, world tours, just singing and also flying. They never really address this, but the baby can fly and float around and like light herself up. Never mentioned. So it's Jack Jack from like The Incredibles? Yeah, never mentioned how this baby has magical powers. We don't know. And then they're back home. And then the conductor is like, hey, Adam Driver, I think it's time we have a frank talk. I think I'm the baby's dad. Adam Driver is like, no, you're not, because I want to be in charge of this baby. He drowns the conductor. Baby Wait, so connect- it wasn't even about, it wasn't even about like, no, I love this baby. It is my, it, I'm its father. It was he did like, say, no, like, I, I love want- her, I love her, but he wanted okay, the baby. Okay, okay. And okay, then great. Annette sees him kill the baby. So then it's time for Annette to play at the Super Bowl because that's happening. Annette goes and plays at the Super Bowl. It's like her last performance because Adam Driver's like, I've milked her dry. She's getting older. And then who's the voice pro- of the baby? Does the baby talk Thank regularly? Thank goodness, no. The baby does okay. not talk. And in my notes, you'll see, <laughs> I think so the baby is about questions. to start talking. I think the baby is about to start talking. I cannot handle this. I will turn <laughs> off the movie if the baby starts talking. So then the baby at the Super Bowl says, my daddy has killed people. 
Adam Driver oh gets gosh. arrested. <gasps> Just Driver because the baby said so? Yeah. He gets arrested, and nobody cares that he killed the conductor, but everybody cares that he killed his wife because his wife was, like, the most beloved, beloved. singer ever. And then we're supposed to believe that, like, six years have passed because they show Annette as a grown puppet who then turns into a real child somehow for some reason. They don't explain it. But she turns into a real child mid-song. We're supposed to believe that, like, six years have passed, but then... Adam Driver, they aged him up. So they gave him gray hair and wrinkles. And he's like super, super old at the end of the movie, even though his daughter is like six. The daughter comes in and is like, just so you know, I don't love you. And I don't love my mom. My mom possessed me. I'm not going to let her possess me anymore with her voice. I'm not going to let you do anything to me anymore. I'm glad you're in jail. You say you love me. You're not allowed to love me. They have like a sing off. Movie's over. Mary, I spliced I'm... in there. Spliced in there is just the creepiest shiz that you'll ever see in your life. Adam Driver, so he's a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. While these abuse allegations are coming out, he gets canceled as a comedian because he goes up and his comedy act is just in detail how he's going to kill his wife. And the audience is like, "Tell us you're kidding. Tell us you're kidding, Henry." And he's like, "I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding." And these scenes are like 20 minutes long. Like they show his stand-up acts. They're 20 minutes long and they're just like, he's either talking about having sex with his wife, which by the way, lots of sex in this movie. He's cover your ears. If you're, if you have young ears, there's a sing of seeing of him singing while they're having sex while he's like, I, I can't say it out loud while he's doing sexual things to her. He's uh-huh. singing while he's doing it. No. Well, that's not possible. And then, them putting her in labor through sex while singing what yeah 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 and then he's in detail on stage talk about how he's going to kill his wife and this is what this- pe- see movies like these are what people don't understand what what it's like in real life you yeah. know what i mean and, you can't sing while doing that and it's just the most bizarre stuff the beginning of the movie the opening number is a song with this band. They're never introduced again in the movie. The band, I think, is the same band that wrote all the music for this movie. They're called Sparks. Mm -hmm. But it's like this musical number with all of them, but they're not in character. It's just like, hey, here's all the actors of the movie. We're going to sing a song to show you that you're about to watch a movie. And then at the end credit scene, I'm an idiot. I'm watching it as if, as if it's like an Avengers movie, but really I'm just collecting my thoughts. I'm watching it as it's, as if it's like end game. And I'm like, what's end credit scene going to do And this? Yes. There's an effing end credit scene of them all walking out. They're all holding the puppets, all the puppets that they used and they're holding torches. They light a mountain on fire and they're just singing a song about how the movie's over. And then mm. the movie's over. There's a random slide that says like Adam Driver would like to thank Bill Burr and Chris Rock, which maybe they gave him like comedy advice. I don't know. If you're into doing drugs, but not doing drugs, like, but like you want like a drug like experience, I would recommend that you watch Annette. That was a roller coaster ride. A and I don't think ride. I even covered half of it. That was I, Annette. I am. It's now on Amazon <sighs> Prime for your viewing pleasure. If you need a login, DM me. 
I'm speechless. I don't even, I truly don't even know what to say. I, okay. I weirdly do not like birthing scenes in movies. Like I really, really dislike them. Now I have birthed two of my own children. And so it's like, it's not that it like gives me like PTSD or anything like that. I just do not like fake birthing scenes because they're so like not realistic and blah, blah, blah. Not that like movies are ever realistic obviously she gave birth to a puppet but once you told me that she shot a puppet out in a birthing scene I'm out you know I'm out I mm-mm. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I don't even know if the birth scene cracks the top five <laughs> things that you'll witness in this film <laughs> anyway that's and Annette I, and I wish that like like Pinocchio they knew he was like a wooden puppet like why why did we have to pretend that the puppet girl isn't a puppet and that like people are pretending well, she's a human and i was reading about how they pulled the puppet off and stuff uh-huh. and it wasn't always their plan when they were writing it for it to be a puppet but they were like we're gonna have to get so many kids that look alike because there's supposed to be passage of time and then they were gonna try to do it with cgi that was too expensive and then they're like oh a puppet and I know that that added like an artsy fartsiness to it, but I hate it, I hate it so I much. Hated the demon baby, and yet when the baby was um was dead for that ten minutes, and they didn't tell us, I was worried for the baby. Were you worried though? You I mean, worried? I can't deal with dead children in movies. No, That's why no, I still no, haven't no, watched no. like Mayor of East Town. I can't do dead kids and i was like okay i'm gonna mm-hmm. have to leave here i'm gonna have to leave yeah. here you know anyway i and then like there's also these times of adam driver like calling the puppet baby like a little b word and like <gasps> being super horrible to the baby oh i don't like that I and just like, like none of it was good none of it was good <sighs> but it's gonna win some award it's gonna win an award I'm going to be furious. I'm going to be furious. Probably in the acting category because people are going crazy about how Adam, how Adam Driver did all this while singing and he did all these physical feats. The movie is, I'll give it this, beautiful to watch cinematically mm-hmm. what they were able to do mm-hmm. with green screens and like, because like there's these screens behind them and you're supposed supposed to know that they're screens. It's not supposed to look lifelike. But anyway. Uh-huh. And then one more side note before we let go. I truly, in my heart, believe that they filmed this in Dakota Johnson's uh, house from Architectural Digest. And if it Mm -hmm. wasn't that house, it was a very, very similar one. Down to the pool, down to everything, very, very much so looked like that house. You know what? All I have to say. Whenever whenever people tell me that, like, a movie is beautiful to, like, watch or, like, the actual like art of it is beautiful and it's like physically or like you know visually stunning to me what I hear is like the plot sucked and like the rest of the movie sucked but guess what it was like gorgeous to look at (laughs) I think that that would be my short review of it as well great great great, but like not gorgeous to look at when there was a possessed puppet on the screen gosh that's disheartening Anyway, at all. everybody, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of I Just Want to Chat. 
Um, I, at this point, I'm going to say goodbye to Taylor and then splice in a little Bachelor in Paradise recap. I don't know how long it will be because I don't know if tonight's episode is going to be good. And that, and that recap was about 20 minutes long. So I hope it is. And you know what? I just want to say about Bachelor in Paradise. When I saw the like commercial slash, I don't even know what I was watching a couple weeks ago, but I saw David Spade. And I was like, I'm sorry, wait, is this a parody? Like, I actually thought it was a parody of Bachelor in Paradise. But apparently, I was then told by my husband, oddly enough, that that was real. And that was a true episode of Bachelor in Paradise. And I'm like, why is David Spade doing that? Do Does the main audience, the main demographic of Bachelor in Paradise know who David Spade is? So they kind of introduced him a little bit. But David Spade is only the host for like this episode and the next one. Okay. okay They're bringing great. in Titus Burress or Burgess. Burgess uh-huh. is, is coming in as a guest host. Great. L- Lil John. Um Lil John. Yeah. What? Um wow, ABC is trying. There's Lance Bass. Oh, so, so uh, Lance makes sense to me. There's, I'm shocked that he hasn't hosted more. Yeah. Lance Bass is having a moment. He's kind of everywhere right now. Yeah. I didn't appreciate his uh, all his Britney comments, like you know, like a little too little too late there. Yeah, 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 fast, yeah. But he is out and about. Uh, I don't know. David yeah, him, is, him and Joey are really trying to make it. Yeah, happen with the Backstreet Boys. He wants they want in on that Vegas residency money so bad. And so hey, they I know that they that, can't do it without JT. I would try. I would to see that show in a heartbeat. I would see that show in a heartbeat. Even though I really dislike the Backstreet Boys. I would see that combo in a heartbeat. Did you see those videos, by the way, of the Jonas Brothers at their Vegas residency like two nights ago, forgetting like the words to all their songs? No, but I love that. That makes like, me love you them have more. one job. You have one but job. That makes me that makes me love them because it's like, guys, we're dads, we're husbands. Like we don't we don't know. We're just out here. We just need to make some months, you but know. There is an element I where I like, love it. So I much. remember all the words. <laughs> I remember right. the words to like the bonus track on a little bit longer. Yes. I remember yes. all the words. Surely they could. I mean, get some cue cards. You, if you really ungrateful B words. The Jonas get- Brothers. But they did like Kevin sing. There's videos of Kevin singing. Oh, that's sweet of them. I know. 15 years too late. But whatever. Justice for Kevin. Anyway. Uh, oh, my goodness. In the group chat. Our friend Alicia's cat just died. Taylor. Oh, that's Alicia's sad. Alicia's cat just died. Uh, oh, oh my goodness this group chat is full of bad news oh Quickly no scroll. there's bad news everywhere oh no gotta go guys we what happened go in read. holland oh no they're not talking about something in holland oh okay we're not talking about that anymore okay okay everybody thank you for listening to today's episode, episode of the Addison <laughs> chat podcast i'm mary taylor tucker thank you so much for coming on here everybody go follow taylor tucker on twitter please at, thanks guys it was so fun tay brett l, l. tay yes. brett l Hey, and if you're in the Sacramento area, watch the news. <laughs> Help support our girl. Watch Fox 40. Thanks, guys. <laughs> all right, guys. And now we're going to come back with the Bachelor in Paradise recap. Thank you all Bye, so Mary. Much. Hello. It's just me. And I promised everybody a Bachelor in Paradise recap. And I mean, I guess I guess I am here to do that, to recap Bachelor in Paradise. But did anything really even happen? Like, I think the writing was on the wall immediately, like, once the episode began.
we had the introduction of Demi and we knew what Demi was on there to do. We knew that Demi wasn't ever actually going to go home. I didn't watch Tasha and Claire's season. I think I said that last time. I didn't watch their season and I don't really have like a good read on Brendan. I know that a lot of people liked him on Tasha's season, but like thus far, not impressed. Not impressed by Brendan. I think that he's very handsome, but like not that impressed by Brendan. <sighs> Is there really anything else to say? Shocked that Queen Victoria went home, but I think that like she did not get as unhinged enough, you know, to like make them keep her around. Shocked that Kelsey went home just because she was like so normal. But I do feel like the show is not for her unless they were going to give her like the Abigail edit. Because I was wondering who was going to get like the princess edit this season. And it seems like Serena P. And Abigail are the two who are getting, like, the princess, Jade, Amanda, Tia edit, you know? It seems like that's what's going on. And in another life, that could have been Kelsey. In another life, Kelsey could have been our bachelorette. But instead, we got Claire. Which ended up to be, you know, what it was. What it was, I guess. Anyway, the writing was on the wall. There was so much teasing about oh is Demi gonna do this who has a boyfriend there was too much just talking about like stuff that was happening off the show I'm interested to see how this Piper and Brendan thing ends up playing out but I don't know how I'm going to be able to handle them spelling Piper this is on Piper's parents like not on Piper the girl and also this is on me because I have a child named Piper and I've spelt it like the normal way. And then just like watching, I watch everything with subtitles. And I was like watching this in a group setting. Watching them spell Piper's name is going to be a struggle for me, I think. But nothing against Piper the person, you know. Anyway, is anything exciting even happening yet? No. I'm sad that David Spade is gone. That was his like little limo exit. The best, best part of the show. But also like... With Wells doing the rose ceremony, how much longer do we have Claire or um, Caitlin and Tasha? Their days are numbered, right? I think that they're going to finish out this Bachelorette season. They're not going to go host the Bachelor. It's got to be Wells. It's Wells, Ben Higgins. I'm sure Nick Vial wants a job, but he didn't really have like a success story. So I don't think that they would choose him. And also he would just like talk about himself the whole time. He'd be like, well, on my season which is how he begins like every sentence whenever he speaks. But it's got to be Wells, right? Wells will be hosting the next season of The Bachelor, hopefully not with Greg as Bachelor, but with Peter Krause, as we discussed previously. But David Spade exits, exit limo speech was the best part of the whole night. Made the whole show worth it. Victoria P going home. Whatever. Whatever. I, like, I just need some more, I need some more action. I need some more footage of, like, the relationships. Because there are them, like, there are relationships forming. I just need to be able to see it. Normally, Bachelor in Paradise is my favorite of the franchise. And right now, it's just, I mean, I've only given it two episodes. And there's, like, an, an episode tomorrow night. But... I need to see some relationships forming. This thus far has not been the fun, light 
bachelor in paradise that I would dream of. I've also have like shown up late to every girl's night watching of this season thus far. So I haven't seen like the cute little intro that they normally do. So I'll have to go look that up. That's on me. But long story short, I promised a recap. This was a mild recap. And if you're still listening, thank you. And I'm think I I'm think it's it's late, guys. It's eleven forty two PM. I think that this is where I'm going to cut it off. Um and now I'm going to go watch New Girl with my husband. Lauren Busby told me to rewatch New Girl. I watched it years ago before I like before I had kids, like before I had even like met my husband, I think I watched it. And my mom and I we watched it together because we really wanted to see Prince. So we literally watched four seasons of television just to get to the Prince episode. And then we stopped it right at the Prince episode. We're like, all right, we made it. We saw the Prince episode. Then I never watched it again. And I am thoroughly enjoying myself. This is a hilarious show. We do not talk about it enough. As a society, we do not talk about New Girl enough. So this is me doing my patriotic duty, trying to tell everybody go give a new girl a second look. And with that being said, good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. If you want to follow us on Instagram, that would be so much fun. Go follow us. It's at I Just Want to Chat podcast. We have a Facebook group. The Facebook group is really fun. We've been talking about a lot of uh, fun influencer stuff in there lately. Stuff that I feel like I can't really talk about like on the podcast because like, you know, there's something about like the influencer space where like they're real people. Of course they're real. Of course they're real people. These people on The Bachelor are real people. But it's just, it's like a little too close where it seems like, like mean girl status. But there was a party and people have been talking about it. An influencer party. And people have been talking about it on the Facebook group. So if you're into that, go join I Just Want Chat Podcast Facebook group. Just click join. I'll let you in. And yeah. Thank you so much for listening and we will be back next week. How fun. How fun for me and for you. Okay, bye.